morning and happy Monday. I'm Sanaa and it is so good to be here with you this beautiful morning here in the Mid-South. You're listening to Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7 FM. Every Monday morning, I'm joined by experts from across the country who are investigating our most pressing social issues and common curiosities. Over the next hour, you'll learn about their inspirations, motivations, and of course, what they know about the world around us. So grab that cup of coffee and get ready for a fun and insightful conversation. September 30th is International Podcast Day, a day to celebrate the power of podcasting. Currently, there are over 2 million podcasts and approximately 55% of all U.S. households have listened to a podcast. You probably have some favorites and I hope Let's Grab Coffee is one of them, but what does it take to create a podcast that reaches a national or even international audience? And what does it take to become a full-time podcaster? Joining me this morning is someone who can answer some of these questions, Dominic Lawson. In 2016, Dominic began the Startup Life podcast, giving his audience the edge it needs in building their businesses and climbing the corporate ladder. His guests are seasoned entrepreneurs who created many of the businesses that are part of your life. Um, hello, Netflix, for example. Dominic has hosted over 300 episodes of the Startup Life podcast. It's currently in syndication, but he has moved on to host, produce, and edit podcasts for Meadows Behavioral Healthcare. And in early 2022, he'll be launching Black is America podcast which will highlight little-known African-American figures and stories. Good morning, Dominic, and welcome to the show. Good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for having me. I was always, I was almost trying to figure out who you was talking about, all those superlatives. <laughs> you know I am talking about you, Podfather. Let's go ahead and throw that, that name out there. <laughs> the Podfather, and y'all can see why. I mean, creating a podcast, over 300 episodes, when we know that most podcasts don't even make it to 100 or don't even make it to 50. So over 300 is quite a feat, not to mention syndication. Um, and I'm super excited about your next podcast venture, Black is America. I'm really excited about that. So yes, it's you. And I had to have you on in honor of International Podcast Day, because you are someone who has really, you know, led the way for a lot of podcasters here in Memphis. So it's great to have you with us. You know, Memphis has a ton of talent, you know, and, and so podcasting is really just another medium uh, to kind of share that talent with the world. And so, and, and, you know, people throw around that title pod father and stuff like that. And, and I get that, you know, I, I appreciate that, but I see it more as a responsibility than an accolade. You know what I mean? I feel like it's a responsibility to find other uh, people who have a voice, who have a unique voice, especially here in the city of Memphis, the beautiful land in the world. I had to get that in there <laughs> the beautiful land in the world, uh, you know, to kind of really uh, put them on the podcasting uh, platform and, and share their voice and unique voice and their unique insight. Because, you know, if you grow up in Memphis, we have a lot of unique uh, insights. Uh, and so podcasting, like I said, is just a great uh, medium to kind of share that with the world. 
Mm -hmm, Absolutely. And I love how accessible podcasting is. And we'll kind of get into some of that as well. But super accessible, easy to kind of start a podcast. And, you know, now podcasting is so familiar to folks. So it's really easy to share a podcast or people have a language around podcasting now that maybe they didn't have even just a few years ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and you're starting to see uh, everybody, you know, every walk of life, you know, seems like they have a podcast. Now, you you mentioned that figure over two million people. Uh, There's over two million podcasts out there, which just seems crazy right now, because I think when I started, you know, uh, five years ago, I think there was only about maybe five, maybe 250,000, maybe 500,000 podcasts. Now you're talking about uh, over two million. And so and, and the crazy thing is, I know a lot of people have uh, during the pandemic and the start of pandemic, people were just kind of in the homes and stuff like that. That's where a lot of uh, those new podcasters have have come from, you know, come about or whatever. But I say welcome. You know, the medium is for everybody. And that's the beauty of podcasting. There's nobody to come in and say, hey, you're canceled or you're shut down. You know, it's, it's all up to you. So uh, I, I just really love that part. Mm-hmm. I love that as well, that it is for everyone. And so just to make that clear, because for some folks, they may not understand like, oh, we're saying it's for everyone. But what does that really mean? Could you give our listeners kind of just a breakdown of what it takes to just start a podcast? I think, you know, and that's an excellent question. And it's a question I get all the time. I think the first thing you need to start with is an idea. You know, what do you want to talk about? How do you want to relay uh, that message? You know, before you get the microphones, before you rent the studio space, before you get all the the, the doodads and bells and whistles, you know, what do you want to talk about? And, and on top of that, you know, if you're talking about the, some of the same things that everybody else is talking about, how can you make that deliverable different than everybody else? You know, I, I tell people all the time, you know, it's great to talk about, you know, uh, sports or or pop culture and stuff like that. But why would I want to listen to you as opposed to Joe Rogan or The Breakfast Club or <laughs> something like that? You know what I mean? Which is, you know, and, and I mentioned those people because they are at the top of our industry when it comes to podcasting. Uh, so that I think that's the first thing, you know, you want to kind of think about, you know, sketch it out, write it out, whatever the case may be, kind of build the format, things of that nature. Then... We start, you know, with the equipment, microphones and stuff like that. And the thing is, you're probably listening to this. Uh, maybe you're listening to this in the car and the radio or you're listening to this on the replay on a podcast as well, which means that like if you have a smartphone, you can start a podcast. You, you don't need the studio. You don't need, you know, all this other stuff. I was telling somebody the other day, I started with a $50 microphone that was sitting on top of some books, you know what I mean, and a, and a laptop. You know what I mean? And and so you don't need a whole lot, which is part of the beauty of podcasting. You know, I think we fall into the trap often of like, you know, that comparison, you know, thing. Right. You know, like, oh, I see Joe Rogan. He got the table and I got to get the sure microphone. and It costs like four hundred dollars a piece, you know, or you can just take that smartphone. You're listening to us right now and just record some stuff and some apps have it to where as soon as you record it, you can, you know, upload it directly to SoundCloud or Lipson or whatever server or, uh, that you want to, uh, to, uh, to put up on. And, and speaking of servers, you know, uh, there's a plenty of them. Like I said, I mentioned SoundCloud and Lipson, but there's a, there's some free ones out there like Blueberry and Podbean. And so, uh, all that to say in a long winded, cause I'm a podcaster. I like to talk <laughs> uh, all that to say that, 
if you want to start a podcast, start with an idea, but, you, but, and also you don't need a ton of equipment. You don't need all the new bells and whistles to get started. Start with that idea, sketch out that idea, you know, uh, kind of focus group that idea, talk to friends and family to see, Hey, would you listen to this podcast? Would you, you know, does this sound like this is cool and stuff like that, but also talk to people who are not related to you. Right. You know, just kind of throw it out there because a lot of times friends and family, and they mean no harm. They mean the best. Right. And they're going to tell you, Oh, this is dope. This is, you know, this podcast is hot fire. And then you find out like, oh, that podcast is hot trash. So, you know, so, <laughs> My point is, is that like get different types of feedback from uh, from a diverse uh, number of people. So when you talk about podcasting, mm -hmm. I love that it's as simple as having a good idea, mm -hmm. an idea that you fleshed out, an idea that you've thought about, OK, what is it that will be unique? about the way I'm presenting information that surely there are probably dozens, if not hundreds, if not thousands of podcasts right. that are similar in, you know, the topic or, you know, the content or even the format, because that's the reality. Yeah. And you're only limited by that, that, that imagination as well, which I think is awesome. It's, it's cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. You know, just having that good idea, making it yours, not trying to be the next breakfast club or not, right. Not trying to imitate, imitate, but bringing your own flavor. And as you mentioned in the beginning, Memphis has a lot of flavor, so we don't have to try to replicate. We bring our own. <laughs> We do not lack for seasoning in Memphis at all. <laughs> Absolutely. And that second point of just keep it simple. Yes, of course, for these kind of major podcasts like yours, <clears throat> we might see all the equipment. We might see the video looking in the studio, you know, all of that. But you can start a podcast with just your phone. You know, it, it, OK, so I, I'm glad you said that because I, I need to highlight this. Right. You know, true enough, I, I started in the closet. Well, right now, you know, with with the new uh, role and stuff like that, with the meadows and stuff like that. Yes, I, I got the, 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 you know, the, the equipment and the high priced equipment, but it didn't start there. Right. You know, I built up to that. Right. Like, you know, like, you know, five years ago, you know, when podcasting, which was still kind of his embassy, still kind of his embassy now, uh, but it definitely was then like, you know, I did what I had to do. It was me, my laptop, the closet and that and some books to, to have the microphone up. And, and there you go. But I, I guess I just wanted to point that out that like, look, you know, wh where you start is not necessarily where you end. Right. And if you and if you put in the time, put in the effort, do a little bit of networking and, and schmoozing along the way and take a few risks, uh, you know, you, you can be bigger than me. You can be bigger than Joe Rogan. Again, it's just a matter of being limited by your imagination, your creativity and your grind as we like to say. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, that is so important. Folks often focus on the equipment or like you said, all the bells and whistles and they forget the most important part, which is creating the content and making it yours. And that's something that you've really mastered. I, I appreciate that. But, you know, and the thing is, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. I think even if you know a topic, even if you know a topic like the back of your hand, you should still do research on that topic, you know, because mm -hmm. just because you are the, you know, the expert, you know, there's also other experts that have different commentaries, different, you know, ways of thinking of it. You know, if you're a microbiologist, yeah, maybe you have a way of looking at microbiology, but there's like so many other microbiologists that have a different doctrine, a different set of eyes, different experiences, different parts of the world, right? So they can bring some new 
and added, you know, uh, content and added value to what you're already doing. And honestly, if you're, if I'm being honest, sometimes you don't even have to be the expert as if you're bringing on the expert, you're going to seem as smart to the audience as if you are with them, even though we all know that's not true. But the (laughs) thing is, is that like, you're, it's that transference, if you will. Right. You know, so, uh, you know, even if you're not the expert, you bring on the experts, depending on what type of show you have, uh, and you can see just as credible as the person that you're bringing on your show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, especially in an interview style podcast, right. that is the benefit you can have on guests who are definitely way smarter than you or more knowledgeable. Everybody their- who comes on my show is smarter <laughs> than me. So, <laughs> <laughs> But it's all about asking the right question. Absolutely. And so that brings me to a question because you mentioned research. Um, about how much prep time do you take for an episode? That is an amazing question. It's an excellent question. And it's a question that needs to be you know, asked all the time. So for every 30 minutes of content that you probably hear, there's probably four hours of content for every 30 minutes that you hear. Right. You know, and we're talking about well thought out, good uh, you know, uh, podcast like NPR does, right? You know, now, now granted, they have like 15, 30 researchers at their disposal, and it's just little old me in Memphis, Tennessee, you know what I mean? But, uh, but no, the thing is, is that again, you know, you want to put in that time that research because it is, and it's not even just the research, it's the editing, you know, this it's the editing, it's, it's the, the securing of guests, all of the above, right? But just the research alone uh, takes a lot. You know, you, you got to read, you know, peer review stuff, depending on what you're talking about, right? You know, or even if it's just pop culture or something like that, because I know that's kind of a, a popular uh, genre when it comes to uh, podcasting. Uh, you know, even if you're you're listening to the, the Breakfast Club or Wendy Williams or something like that, they have different you know, whatever, uh, uh, seeing it something. So that research is just super important. But to answer your question, uh, about three to four hours of actual research for every 30 minutes of content you hear. So if you have an hour long show, uh, you know, then, you know, that that's, that's eight hours per show, right. Or 30 minutes, you can do the math. Right. But, <laughs> but you know, that that's kind of where that comes from and how much it probably takes if you're going to be good at it. now, look, if, if you want to just do an hour of research, that's fine. You know, that's fine too, but just know, and, and this is the thing about podcast audiences, you know, they they know what's authentic and what's not. Don't, don't, you can't, you can't feed them just a whole bunch of junk and just expect them like to just eat it, but they're not, they're going to call you on it. Go, go look at them review sections in the Apple podcast. They'll let you know uh, for sure. They'll hold you accountable, but that accountability is a good thing because I always tell people, you know, what outranks a podcast expert is a podcast listener. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you know, no matter what you say, it's all about what the listener wants to hear. And if you're not providing that, then, you know, uh, you know, you're going to hear about it in those uh, those review sections of, uh, you know, Apple Podcasts, wherever you have podcasts. At. Absolutely. They will not hold back on they, the review. <laughs> no, they will not. You know, they will not. You know, there, there's been. There's been plenty I've seen, you know, unfortunately, I haven't had any bad ones like that. You know, I've had a few on YouTubers like, "Eh, okay, you know, but I've seen some where it's like, you know, you know, since we're on the radio, I can't repeat, but you get the idea of what I'm talking about. They do not hold back. So. Yeah, you, you definitely that brings you down. The, you definitely got to have a little bit of thick skin when it comes to podcasting because you're putting your creativity out there. You're putting your 
yourself. You're being vulnerable out there. So you, you do kind of have to, to build that thick skin when you're going this journey. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Cause Everything that's in the public domain is open to all sorts of critique and definitely, especially depending upon what type of podcast you might be creating, um, you know, might have very personal information, right? And that can be very, you can start to feel very sensitive, you know, around that when you get some of those negative reviews or negative feedback. Um, I think it was so important what you said about the amount of prep, because you listen to a good podcast episode, it sounds so seamless, you know, it's hitting all the key points, there might be, you know, different types of entertainment within it, whether it's the intro music, outro music, you know, you're on a journey of, right, laughter, maybe even surprise or excitement or shock, and it takes a lot to create all those feelings and that kind of journey. Um, And I think the more seamless it seems, that indicates even more work has happened behind the scenes. Absolutely. You know, as I, you know, when it comes to, you know, and I know we talk about this later, the Black is America podcast. So this will be the first podcast where it's not that interview style back and forth. It's more of that NPR narrative storytelling. And so when you listen to a podcast like that, like man this is awesome the music hit different they got the interwoven interviews and then you go behind the scenes and he was like you know if you if you're watching on youtube right now you can see my face he was like oh man like it's an undertaking it really is an undertaking right you know and Mm -hmm. you can see why those episodes are only between 25 and 35 minutes like that's 25 to 35 minutes to get it to sound like that is a lot of work you got to get the interviews then you got to transcribe the interviews then you have to put the you know then you have to write the script then you have to write that you have to put the transcribed parts that you want in the episode within the script that you write and then you got to record it all right and and then you got to sound design it right so it's an undertaking but the thing is those are the podcasts however that people keep people coming back that keep people wanting more to get you those five-star reviews and because the thing is when it comes to a podcast like that stories stick they really do people love stories no matter from now to the end of time stories matter and so people love those stories but that prep time whoo it's it's something it it is definitely something and so and honestly that's what shy a lot of people away from the industry unfortunately Mm -hmm. you know unfortunately we have a lot of people who have amazing podcast ideas but when it gets to that editing you know it's like Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That prep time on the front end, that editing on the back end. (laughs) It is a lot. And that can, you know, there's one thing about enthusiasm, right, that can kind of carry you for a few episodes. But then you quickly learn, okay, I need more than just enthusiasm. I do have to plan out the episodes, even if it's a loose outline. I, I can't just hit record and expect, you know, magic to happen. You know, I, I look, you know, one of the best to ever do, you know, what we do, you know, like interview style and stuff like that is, is Larry King, you know, mm-hmm. and, and even though he didn't like, you know, prep with like questions and stuff ahead of time, he always knew in his head what direction he was going to go now, but that comes with years and years beyond the 10,000 hours as Malcolm Gladwell would say uh, of just experience in that time. But, you know, and eventually you can get there, but that prep time, it's key. 
it's key. Like you said, Sanaa, even if it's just a brief outline, that part is important. And honestly, even if you just had like a short, a really short uh, outline, that puts you ahead of the game of about 50 to 75% of the podcasters right there. It really just, it really does. Mm, all right, y'all. That's a gym. Make sure you have your outline at the very least, an outline of where the episode is headed, where the podcast as a whole is headed, and that will put you ahead of the game. Well, let's take a quick break. You're listening to Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7 FM. You're listening to Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7 FM. I'm Sanaa, and I'm here with Dominic Lawson, and we we are talking about podcasting in honor of International Podcast Day, which is September 30th. Now, you have a successful pod, a couple of successful podcasts, but I want to start with The Startup Life, over 300 episodes, syndicated. Come on, y'all. And I want to know, you know, how did this start? What was the idea behind the startup life that made you decide, all right, this is it. I'm going to go for it and create a podcast. So it was actually my better half, my wife. Uh, so I, I was writing a blog uh, and, you know, she was edited and stuff like that. She's like, you know what? You should probably just turn this into a podcast. And so uh, and, and talk about prep time, like we was talking about in the last segment, uh, I took about a month before I, I bought equipment or did anything or whatever. I took a month to just learn about podcasting, learn about how the industry is, who's doing it, how their style, their flow and stuff like that. And that was about October of 2016. And then we launched on November, you know, that you know, November uh, 2016 uh, with the startup life. And so it was just an idea of trying to give entrepreneurs and career-minded professionals a way to kind of get a leg up on their competition. You know, eventually, uh, well, in the beginning, I was just, you know, I couldn't get guests. You know, I, I matter of fact, in the very first episode, I, I, I make a joke that like, you know, this is the first episode, we don't have any sponsors, so we're just going to go in and do it. Uh, you know, I just kind of poke, you know, poking fun at myself. But uh, we, we did that show to, in order to just give people an idea of what it is to start a business, what it takes to start a business. We were on this journey, me and my wife, uh, when we started our company a while back, back in 2013. And so we had kind of gained some insight and stuff like that. But I knew eventually, and we kind of talked about this earlier, about like, look, I'm not the supreme expert at this. So we started bringing on guests uh, here in the Memphis area to kind of share you know, their stories and stuff like that. And then eventually just kind of grew from there. A, a lot of people from around the country were hearing the startup life, like, hey, can I have my client on this show? Can get this client on this show? And I was like, huh, okay. So there might be other people who may want to come on the startup life. And so it just kind of grew from there. And then I had the crazy idea. It's like, you know what? You know, I think I was scrolling on social media one day and I saw the, uh, the co-founder of Netflix uh, you know, and he had some content. I was like, I'm just going to shoot my shot. Like, I mean, like, what's the worst thing? I'm going to ask him to come on the startup life. So I reached out to him and he was on board. He was like, yeah, let's do it. Not a problem. Not a game. Let's do it. His, his team is representing like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, brother. Who are you? What your listeners looking like this that, and the other. Right. And so I wasn't quite there with the listenership and stuff like that. So they was like, look, get your, get your weight up. This that, and the other call us back let us know. So I was like, how can I, you know, how can I get my weight up? How can I get more listeners and stuff like that? And then I was like, 
well, there's radio, I guess. You know, I think radio are starting to like, you know, bring on podcasters and stuff like that. So I reached out to about 400 radio stations around the country and eventually 10 of them said, sure, let's do it. Right. <laughs> And so that's kind of how that started. And so it was a radio station here in Memphis that's kind of changed over and done some different things now, but they gave me an opportunity and gave me a shot. And so I went back to the team for the co-founder of Netflix and it was like, you know what, let's do it. And so episode 150 of the startup life features Mark Randolph, the co-founder of Netflix, which was a huge get. Like, you know, everybody's like, you got that dude? It's like, how did you do it? I was like, man, you know, I went to the radio station, you know, you know, bought some time. I did buy the time at the radio station for full transparency, right? But that was me betting on myself. I was I was betting on the fact that, like, I can turn this into something. All right. You know, and that's your path. If you're listening to this and that's something you want to do, that's that go for it. Right. Uh, but uh, it just, I guess it just leads to an ultimate point. Like, yeah, put some skin in the game if you want to like really make this a thing, if that's something that you really want to pursue. And that's with anything in life. But mm-hmm. uh, but once we got the co-founder of Netflix and on, it, it was, I don't know what happened at that point. Like everybody wanted to come on the show. We Then we've ended, ended up the founder of Paychex, the founder of Dunkin' Donuts, a, a, a lady who teaches the UN, the United Nations how to negotiate. Uh, and, and it just kind of, you know, went crazy from there. And then we, you know, went to other radio stations syndicated around the country, syndicated in the UK, uh, you know, almost syndicated in Australia, but then COVID kind of, you know, cut them out of the, the, the studio. So that kind of didn't happen, but it, that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, 300 episodes uh, plus later, and it, it's been amazing. Uh, I, it's crazy because I haven't created an episode uh, for the start of life in a while now because we've been on this new venture uh, and it's still doing crazy numbers you know and, and that's one of the things if you're thinking about podcasting is to consider is evergreen content mm-hmm. content that like if you if if I were created there's there's people who still listen to the very first episode of the start <laughs> of life because there's still good content there you know or Mark Randolph's episode you know when uh, that the whole deal with the the uh, blockbuster uh, documentary came out that episode started doing numbers again because there's the story about Netflix and Blockbuster but the point is is that like when you make evergreen content it never goes out of style and so that's one of the beauties of the startup life and uh, that you know that was just a crazy ride it was just a crazy <laughs> you know I never in my wildest dreams what I thought I'd be talking to the co-founder of a company like that. And then that brought on sponsorships and stuff like that. You know, some I had to pursue some, they came to me, a few partnerships and stuff like that. And I used some of that money to just buy new equipment, like this equipment you see here, you know, stuff like that. So it's been, it's been really crazy. It's been really a really fun ride. And it's just amazing to, just kind of just, you know, that's why I tell people when they say, how you doing, man, I'm living a dream. I'm living a dream. This is bananas. This is bananas. All from some I started in my closet five years ago. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And these were weekly episodes, right? They were. They were <laughs> weekly, weekly episodes, roughly about 45 minutes to an hour uh, each week. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so much there that you just shared. I mean, even just thinking about how, you know, starting with no guests, whereas I think folks now would really think about the startup life as being very interview style, right, that there is a guest. Also, with some of those first guests um, or first out of city, out of state guests being folks who really approached you. Right. 
And I think that speaks to the content. Yeah, I, I think so. I, I would like to think so. You know, one of the things is, again, how can you present like, look, there's tons of entrepreneurial podcasts. There's tons of startup podcasts. Right. You know, but how can I bring it, you know, uh, a different, you know, uh, deliverable? How can I deliver it in a different way? So I was like, look, business doesn't have to be boring. Right. You got the hip hop music at the beginning of the show. You know, I'm talking to the, you know, to, to billionaires like they're my buddies, like I've known them for years and stuff like that, you know, in a respectful way, of course. Right. You know, but, you know, but just delivering it in a different way. You know, one of my guests like, man, this is the best podcast music and entrepreneurship genre I've ever heard. You know what I mean? Because it, it, it gets you live, it gets you hype. But we also talk about, you know, tangible advice for entrepreneurs. And I think that's important. So again, you know, it, it's all about how you want to deliver uh, your content and, and have that differentiating value. Mm -hmm. Yes, definitely. That value is so key. But I mean, just to remind people, it wasn't until episode 150, where you got kind of this really big name guest on your show. So that's 149 episodes of consistency that really enabled that moment to happen. Uh, absolutely. And, and, and believing that this could be a thing, right? Like, and, and just constantly that constant belief that this would be, be a thing, you know, throwing uh, money for a, a equipment from time to time. And, and that's another thing. Like I waited until again, for a while before I started buying new equipment and, and things of that nature. Uh, but no, that consistency is so important. You know, uh, uh, again, you know, I'm always reminded of like those memes on social media of the person digging in the tunnel and they just stop right before the gold and the diamonds and the jewels and stuff. Right. Like that's kind of how it was. Like had, had I stopped at episode 148, wouldn't be talking to you right now. Probably I'd be one of those millions of podcasters and, you know, uh, that just kind of went by the wayside and are no longer with us. Like matter of fact, there were some guys out of Florida uh, I love their show. It was called Educated Hustle, right? It was a startup podcast, stuff like that. Uh, and then they got the episode 100. They started before me and, you know, they stopped or whatever. And then they started seeing what I was doing. It's like, dang, Donald, we should have kept going. We should have kept. Look at what you're doing, dude. Look at what you're doing. And I was like, man, I, I don't know what to tell you, man. I just, you know, I mean, you can pick it back up. I mean, you know, it ain't going nowhere. But, you know, but again, it, it really is a journey, right? And on that journey, you're going to see people around you who, you know, uh, who are, who are going to step on uh, that journey with you. You know, some are going to sprint real fast. Some are going to go slow real fast. But some, but a lot of them, a lot of them are going to like, like, yeah, we out. You know, this ain't this ain't paying out this that, and the other. But like anything, you know, and, and the beauty of it, just to give it like a some tangible stuff. The algorithm in Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Pandora, the more episodes you put out there, they will reward you because they're going to be like, oh, okay, you serious about this life. Let's bump you up higher in the search results, right? And so that's just something that's tangible to kind of give you, for those of you who are thinking about podcasting, a little bit of, you know, uh, incentive to kind of keep going. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you know, again, to put it in context, that's episode 150. So we're a couple of years in, but also making those investments in your own podcast, right? So not just the consistency with the content and showing up, but also making monetary investments in order to reach a broader audience. And so again, as we think about kind of continuing to hone your craft, it's not just the podcast itself, but also thinking about, okay, 
okay, how can I reach more audiences? How can I, you know, connect with more listeners? And so I think that's also key as well to invest in yourself. That, that investing in yourself, that networking with other podcasters, putting yourself out there to be, uh, you know, like, you know, at, uh, you know, podcast speaking engagements and, and things of that nature, you know, but like, it, it really is, it's not just the podcasting, right? Like it, it's that business side of it that you really have to be mindful of as well. If you want to turn it into a thing. Now, if you just want to do it as a hobby, do your thing, right? You know, do your thing. But if you're really trying to turn it into like be a professional podcast and really do something uh, beyond just like just in your closet, then you, you got to put some skin in the game. It's just that simple. Yes, put some skin in the game. And something you said at the beginning that stuck out to me was you really took the time on the front end to learn from others, right? To do some research, right? Back to the research and the prep, like thinking about podcasts that you like, thinking about interviewers that were, you know, really good and learning from them, learning their skill set, kind of teasing apart, okay, what makes some of my favorite podcasts, you know, so good? What keeps me coming back and really learning the craft? Absolutely. And, and, and learning from people who are not particularly like, you know, legacy podcasters, but just interviewers. Right. And then watch some stuff about Oprah and how she one of the greatest things that Oprah does. And, and you know, and I'm trying to master it. Is that like she will give a question that's like a few words and it's so impactful. Right. That person will give an answer and she'll just give like a like a like a facial <laughs> expression and they'll give you even more stuff. I was like, Oprah is a absolute master when it comes to interviewing, right? Yes. Uh, and so, and listening to people like that or Terry Gross on NPR or even a Joe Rogan or even a Breakfast Club. My point is that like, even though all of those people are in different types of uh, genre, Larry King, like we mentioned earlier, even though they're all, you know, in different kind of, you know, genres or whatever the case may be, there's something to take from all of them. It really is. You know, that's something uh, Kobe Bryant did as a basketball player, you know, stuff like that. That's something I try to do in podcasts, take that same mentality and like, let's see what Joe Rogan up to these days, right? Let's see if he switched the style up a little bit, so. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, speaking of other podcasts, do you have some favorite podcasts that you like to listen to? You know, right now I am, I, I'm all about history, right? So I love John Meacham's, uh, John Meacham has a lot of podcasts. Uh, you know, uh, he has, a uh, what is it called? I, I'm saying I love him now. I can't do this podcast. Now. Uh, but, but, you know, it was said where he takes, you know, and I'm just so in awe of the, uh, the imagination so basically, he took speeches of like, you know, Dr. King's speech, you know, uh, President John F. Kennedy's speech from when, you know, his inauguration, uh, Shirley Chisholm's speech from the Democratic National Convention, and like created like the story behind those speeches, what those words mean, dissecting the speech. And it's like, that's so creative to me. Mm -hmm. So that's so awesome to me. So John Meacham uh, is a good one. You know, I also love uh um there's so many of there's so many going and, and when i try to like you know uh maybe a little less you know uh not so history or whatever i like bob saget has a good podcast as well <laughs> you know to, to kind of see america's dad at one point to kind of have a you know you know say dirty words and stuff like that it's hilarious to me uh so no there's a lot of good podcasts uh out there for sure 
Oh yeah. There are so many. And I know we mentioned earlier, you know, there's so many different types of podcasts. I know a lot of folks are into true crime podcasts. Oh, oh, yeah, that's, that's a big one. Oh, everybody loves true crime. Everybody. What, and, and I get it right. You know, you have shows like Dateline and stuff like that. So true crime, then you can do a little, some, you know, the, the sound design with the special effects and stuff like that. Yeah. A lot of people love the true crime genre. Yes. And then there are some podcasts that, you know, they are limited kind of run, like from the beginning, you know, that it's only going to be 12 episodes or, or however many episodes. Right. right. Yeah. Th- those are, those are awesome uh, as well. I was listening to one uh, that was just so wild. I'm not even going to describe it on here. It was just so <laughs> wild, but it was just amazing because you again, you're only limited to your imagination, right? You know, some of the stories are true, some are fictional and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, they're just so uh, amazing. They're so amazing. It's, I just love the creativity in podcast. It's just so amazing. Yes, so much creativity. And like you said, only limited by your imagination. So hopefully for folks who are listening, who are on the fence about starting a podcast, just remember it's your imagination. It can take you as far as you would like to go. Let's take another break. You're listening to Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7 FM. We're here on Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7 FM, or maybe you're listening online at WYXR.org. I'm Sana, and I'm here with Dominic Lawson, and we're talking all about podcasting in honor of International Podcast Day on September 30th. Now, you have done something that I know a lot of people want to do, which is to move to full-time podcasting. And so tell me a little bit more about that part of your podcasting journey. So, uh, you know, again, we had uh, some very good success with the Startup Life podcast and people started paying attention and we didn't realize who was paying attention because uh, we uh, were approached by uh, the Meadows, Meadows Behavioral Healthcare. Uh, you know, they say, hey, we heard your show. We would love for you to apply for this job. We are looking for a podcaster uh, as well. Their podcaster, uh, we were talking about NPR. He actually left for NPR. So now he's on NPR. I'm kind of filling his role. But they listen to the startup life like, we want this. We want you. You know, would you be willing to think about it? And so they listen to the show. And I was like, I'll think about it. Talk to my wife about it. And I was like, you know, first of all, before we even make a decision, Kenda, this is crazy. That's my wife's name, Kenda. Like, this is crazy, right? Like, you know, this is absurd. Like, we're talking about podcasting here, right? You know, and so I was telling, like, I don't know. I wasn't sure. And it's like, okay, I tell you what, come come to Nashville or Franklin, just south of Nashville. Come to Franklin. Let's talk. You know, we're going to put you up in a hotel and stuff like that as well. I was like, oh, oh that, that's nice. And then I figured out what kind of hotel it was. And I was like, oh, this is <laughs> this is real nice. Right. You know? Uh, and, and so that was just kind of crazy. And so we was in the hotel room. It was like, Kenda, like we're in this room because of podcasting. Like that's absurd. <laughs> that is absurd. And so we, we talked to him, meet, met with the team, stuff like that. He's like, you know what? Uh, let's do it. You know? And so, uh, so now I'm the host producer and editor of the beyond theory podcast for Meadows behavioral healthcare. And if you're familiar with the Meadows, it's one of the leading organizations, uh, in the country when it comes to mental health and addiction recovery. Uh, and, and so on top of them throwing your boy a whole bag to do that show, uh, but the work that we're doing, talking to mental health professionals, especially with everything going on right now, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's truly humbling and truly an honor uh, as well. And so that's kind of how that started. You know, again, 
we're going back to what we were saying in the last segment. Had I stopped at episode 148, we wouldn't be here. There would be no Meadows opportunity. There will be no, you know, uh, saying like, hey, we really want you to do this show for us. And, and you know, by the way, you're, you're filling the shoes of the dude who left for NPR, right? Like, you know, which is just bananas to me. It's like, this thing started in my closet, Sanaa. Let's just sit. This thing started in my closet. And, and here we are, you know, five years later. Is, is that and again? That's why I say I'm living a dream. Like this is absurd. This is absurd. Yes, but yes. It, but but it just goes to show that like if if you believe in yourself, believe in the thing that you want to do, uh, you know, and willing to put some skin in the game, it's amazing and just mind boggling how far it'll take you. Yes, I love this. I mean, it has been amazing to watch your journey and. I mean, it just speaks to so many things, you know, like you said, just the consistency, putting, you know, skin in the game. But I mean, this is so you, right? Like this opportunity, like you so deserve it. You so deserve it. And, you know, you. a couple years from now, maybe we'll be back here talking about this next big opportunity that you have, because that's, you know, I mean, the trajectory is just crazy so it's it's literally you know who knows what may happen next but it is all because it's really all because of your wife let's give it up for your wife that, that is true i mean let, let, let's call a spade a spade here that is true so absolutely thank you kenda <laughs> yes yes now let's talk about black is america because this is not even going to launch for another what five months february yes. 2022 but mm -hmm. already creating a buzz and mm -hmm. so i'm so excited so we talked a little bit about it in the first segment so this is going to be kind of more pre-planned scripted a lot more prep time but kind of tell us you know what was the motivation behind this particular podcast so when you you know again when you're a podcaster and you're just in that headspace like you have a lot of ideas for podcasts right you know and you and I, you know i write them all down that's one thing tt shonda shonda rhyme said i mean anytime you got an idea write them down so tt shonda say do it that's what you do right so okay. uh, so uh you know so in one of those um and one of those was a black history podcast, right? And so a few years ago, my friend, he shared this article about Lieutenant John Fox. Lieutenant John Fox, World War II hero, called artillery shell fire on himself to kind of like, you know, to kind of save or to kind of recapture a city that was captured by the Germans. You know, eventually he was given uh, a medal, but it wasn't the Medal of Honor. Then eventually, ultimately, he got the Medal of Honor. And I was like, how come I've never heard that story before? Like that dude is like a real American hero, yeah. right? And, and so to, to be able to, to to call artillery strike on yourself and you know what's about to happen, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and so it just made me think about like how you know in you know in America the story of African Americans. Well, a lot of times we hear it in history books. And let me be clear: like these stories are very important. The civil rights movement. This any other. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that, like, we need to hear more stories about about like a Lieutenant John Fox or Ann Lowe who created uh, Jackie Kennedy's wedding dress on her wedding day, right? Like, we need to hear more stories like that, so that way people who look like me can um, uh, have those heroes, have those heroes uh, that look like them and stuff like that. So that was just super important for me, and so that's kind of how the Black is America podcast started, you know. And, and so, but also in that same vein. Uh, I, I didn't want this show to be like this didactic, like facts, 
figures this happened in 18 such and such (laughs) like let's let's tell a story let's make it Mm -hmm. interesting right let's get some sound effects in here let's get some some sound design let's get some experts uh in here you know to kind of help tell the story because again i'm not the expert i'm just now finding out about these people but (laughs) uh, there's been people who've been studying these people for for years and years and years uh you know and and so that's kind of where that came from And, and so uh, one of the things I, I want to point out is that like the Black is America podcast, uh, it, it's not about saying Black people are superior to anybody else. It's not about saying about, you know, any of those things or whatever the case may be. It's not in response to critical race theory, but it's kind of in response to critical race theory. But, you know, but you got to listen to the trailer to see what I'm talking about. But the point is, is that like, look, the story of America, the way it is now could not be written by people without people of color about black people right and so that is just the way it is and so that's why i wanted to call it black is america and that's why we're doing this show i am so excited about this show Mm -hmm. i'm excited because this is kind of a different type of podcast than what you have been creating so i'm excited Mm -hmm. to see you be able to unleash some of that other creativity that you have so that's exciting to me and of course the content itself so necessary um and you know, and because I know you, it's like, I know this is information I can trust. You know, I know that this is like legit. Right. So I'm excited about that. And I mean, I'm even thinking ahead of like, this is something that I want to share with my students because Mm -hmm. I'm always looking for, you know, additional materials, things that are, you know, interesting, entertaining, right. That they can kind of, um, get attached to versus just kind of reading a textbook or, you know, other things. Exactly. And and again, you know, I'm not the expert. And so that's why we bring in the experts to help solidify the credibility of it. So for instance, uh, for episode one, we're going to have, it'll be about Lieutenant John Fox, but we have a lady who wrote a book about, you know, that, that, that story, Lieutenant John Fox's story. We have a, a senior historian from the National Underground Museum from Cincinnati, Ohio. He, we interviewed him already. We even have uh, John Fox's daughter. Wow. We interviewed her, right? You know, to kind of get her aspect and, and, and give some commentary and share her story uh, as well. And, and so again, you know, we see a lot of Black history podcasts and stuff like that. But again, how can you make it? different how can you that differentiating value and so again you got the storytelling uh you know you have the facts and 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 stuff like that uh but it doesn't again it doesn't have to be boring history doesn't have to be boring it it just doesn't right you know and so we can bring it in a fun unique way and also have some inspiring uh you know aspect to it for young people who look like me. And I, I think that's important. I think that's important. And so uh, I, I say, you know, even though I haven't released the episode yet, it's the greatest thing I'll ever do. Wow. It, it is. It, it, it's, it's, this is one of those things where it's a, it's a legacy for me. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's a legacy for me. And like I said, we're switching up the style a little bit, you know, with this, with the narrative NPR style, but it, it it's a lot of work, but it's a, it's a ton of fun. Yes, I was thinking about, you know, that conversation we had previously about prep time. And Mm -hmm. so I'm wondering how much prep time is it taking you to create just one episode? It's it it, if I'm just talking about actual work time days, Mm -hmm. it it takes days, right? You know, that's why, you know, I announced it September 1st. That's why it won't release until February 22nd. Now, to be fair, 
I am a little bit ahead of schedule, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, but it, it, it takes a lot of work. Again, you got to secure secure the guests. You got to interview the guests. You got to do the research, right? You know, because one of the things I found out about history is that like you can have about eight to 10 different sources talking about the same thing. And like those eight to 10 different sources that while they have the general aspect of it, it's not the exact same. It'll be like their one little detail. It's like, oh, that, okay, we got to add that in there. Like, <laughs> oh, okay, that part, okay. Because again, different vantage points, different, mm -hmm. different insights, different experiences. And that's why I tell people all the time, even if you know something like the back of your hand, you should still do the research. Because again, there's going to be those small nuggets, those small details, right? One, I'll give you a prime example. One of the things that I do for the Black is America podcast is if I know of a certain date that I want to talk about and seeing as that I'm sound design and having special effects and stuff like that or sound effects or whatever the case may be, I will go and research that date to see what the weather was like so I can add that aspect in as well to like if it's raining, have like rain or whatever the case may be, if it's sunny or, or, or for the one for Bessie Coleman, she was doing an air show. So, you know, the, the sky is clear. There's a, there's like, you know, uh, marching and stuff like that. So you add that sound effect in it. So to answer your question, it takes while, while the startup life would take hours, that one episode takes days. Right. And, and it speaks to my growth as a podcaster because these episodes will be in like 25 to 35 minutes long, uh, uh, but it's going to, the quality is just going to hit different. It's just yeah. going to hit different. And, and that's important to me because this is an important project for me. Yes. I mean, just those, those little details. I mean, that makes the difference, right? I'm listening to a historian talk about what's happening that day and birds are chirping because it was a clear, crisp day or leaves are rustling. You know, that makes all the difference of setting the tone, but also making history come alive. Exactly. And that's so key. That sounds like a big part of this podcast, making history come alive, feel relevant and fresh for today. It, it is, you know, when we, when we talk about history, you know, again, a lot of times people get turned off from it because, you know, it's just dates and facts and, and, and stuff like that. But if I can put you in the second floor tower of John Fox, as he calls this, you know, this artillery strike on himself, it just hits different. It makes you feel different. It makes you feel like, man, what was going through this dude's mind to make that decision? It's like, you already know what's about to happen. Right. You know, or if I can put you in the, uh, in the, uh, with, uh, Garrett A. Morgan, when he goes down to kind of say fun, the craziest thing, Garrett A. Morgan, he's known for creating a gas mask and stuff like that for, you know, firefighters around the world they use and stuff like that. But there's a precipitating story of him, like, going to go save these people because they were building an underwater tunnel and they got stuck because a mm -hmm. gas pocket exploded, right? Like, I've never heard that story before. But if I can put you in that tunnel and, and put you into that thinking, that mindset, that's that's history on a different level. That's like you said, that's history coming live. And I think that's what we're trying to uh, do. And uh, I think that's where we're, we're starting to accomplish. We have uh, the first season is going to be 11 episodes. We have the the opening, the opening of the first episode, eight episodes done. We have all 11 episodes written already. And uh, now we just got to go back, get the, the interviews and, and stuff like that. So it's going to be 11 episodes and the season finale of episode one will be Tom Lee from Tom Lee Park. 
Mm -hmm. right you know how that came to be and stuff like that so it's exciting it's fun but it's also important yes and these will be weekly will it be weekly these will be weekly yes okay awesome i'm excited i am so excited and i can't wait to see what you do and where this podcast goes like how it grows and how it evolves over time as well mm -hmm. and this idea of legacy i mean that's one amazing thing about podcasts they are out there forever right. Right. You know, so folks can come back and listen to an episode one of the startup life or have Black is America decades from now and still right. listen to it. Absolutely. And, and, and again, you know, I, I think that, you know, as more and more people you talked about, 55 percent of people have uh, listened to a podcast. There's still people out there who, who don't have that access or they don't know how to access a podcast. And people, when I, when I was talking about Black is American, it's like, how do I listen to it? Where do I go? What is this any other? It's like, it's on podcast. Where do I listen to a podcast, right? So, so clearly, you know, no matter what you're creating, uh, there's still uh, a, a lot of that mountain to uncrack, you know, a little bit to kind of uh, to, uh, to get more listeners and stuff like that. And so, uh, but yeah, it, 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 it will be my legacy it, 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 up until this point. It will be the greatest, you know, podcast I will ever create because of its importance, what it means to me, what I'm trying to leave for young people who look like me to say, hey, look, we 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 in this thing and, <laughs> and in every aspect of the American story. We were right there. We were right there. So that's important for me to get that message out. Yes, so important. Well, Dominic, I know we're getting close to the end of our time together this morning, but I just wanted to leave you a couple minutes um, to kind of share with us what are you most excited about when it comes to thinking about podcasting in the future? Of course, Black is America. I know you're really excited about that, but what are thinking about podcasting more broadly? What are you excited about for the growth of this industry or where it may be going or even something else? I think, you know, obviously there's the more and more access to podcasting that, you know, allows people to listen to different stories and, and things of that nature. Uh, but I think I'm more, the most, the thing I'm excited about most are the new creators that, I mean, that's what I'm excited about the most, like these young people who are, you know, 20 years younger than you and I and stuff like that. They got some, woo, they are so talented. They are oh, yeah. so creative. Like when you, you see them with their TikToks and stuff like that to see, yes. see today's TikTokers kind of merge and grow into that mature aspect of, pod, you know, of creating content in the podcast or whatever. Maybe they still do the TikToks or whatever, but that creativity is just, is like, it's like, it's so good. It's so good. And so I think that's what I'm so excited about. I always say about Generation Z that like, they are, they, they're more talented than any generation before them. They, they just are. They're more creative. They're more smart. I don't care what anybody says. Like, I believe that with everything in my being. And so to see them uh, as they get older and mature and become more mature content creators and become podcasters is what I'm definitely uh, the most excited about. Yes. Well, Dominic, you have given us so many gems this morning. Thank you so much. I mean, this is definitely an, an episode that folks, you'll even if you're listening live now, you'll have to go back, catch the replay because so many gems, so many gems. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Absolutely. 
Thank you again to Dominic Lawson for joining us this morning. I learned so much. I know I will be listening to the replay on Apple, Spotify, wherever you stream podcasts, because look, for especially for folks who are thinking about jumping into the podcast game, I mean, Dominic just gave you the whole blueprint today. <laughs> so definitely go back and listen. Well, for today's positive note, I just want to reiterate something that Dominic said, which is that you are only limited by your imagination. And that doesn't just apply to podcasts. That can apply to any aspect of your life. You're only limited by your imagination. So it's time to let our imaginations run wild as we think about maybe what's mixed in our own lives. Y'all, this is Let's Grab Coffee on WYXR 91.7. FM. I can't wait to join you again next Monday morning.